Welcome to the Bringing the Human Back to Human Resources podcast, the podcast all about the delicate balance between people and business, and quite literally, reconnecting the two. My name is Tracy Rubin, and I've spent nearly my entire professional career in HR. Join me as I share stories, opinions, and words of advice with you each week. back to the podcast. Thanks so much for being here for another week. I have officially hit a new milestone. I am on month two of my new job, which, you know, in retail land, that is like two years. So I'm excited to celebrate this milestone with you, along with so many other milestones that you have come along for the ride with me for. This week, I'm really excited for the topic. We are going to talk about managing up. It is one of the most asked questions that I've gotten throughout my career. Like, how do I do this? How do I talk to my leader? I'm afraid of doing this. What's the right thing to say? So I thought it would make for a good episode, at least an initial episode, because there is a lot to break down when it comes to managing up. So I'm looking forward to getting into this with you. If you have questions after this episode or you just want to stay connected beyond the podcast, you can follow me at HR Tracy on Instagram and you spell my name with an I. So that's H-R-T-R-A-C-I. And you can connect with me on so many other platforms. All of my links are in the show notes. So after this episode, if you want to connect with me, you can click my link tree and then we can stay connected that way. So managing up, what does it mean? Managing up is literally managing up. So you have a supervisor above you, at least most of us do. If you work for yourself, then you are answering to yourself. But in most cases, you have a manager and you have to figure out and develop the skill for managing up, managing your leader. And that might, for those of you who have not had to do this before, or maybe you you know, are just about to enter the start of your career, maybe you haven't heard of this before. Maybe you've never had to manage up before. But I can tell you that one of the things that will determine your success in the ability to grow and be a better leader, stronger leader, whether you're an HR, trying to get an HR, it is managing up. If you can manage up successfully and skillfully and tactfully, you will have a much easier time growing and succeeding. And I think that the reason for that is because you become not only a trusted partner, but someone who can go beyond the scope of their role, right? Like in our job descriptions, it doesn't say ability to manage up because no leader is thinking that their person is going to manage them. But in reality, a strong leader is someone that can. So you might not have to do it all the time. You might not have to do it, uh, you know, ever maybe depending on, you know, where you are in your career today. So maybe ever meaning you might not have to do it in your current, current, you know, role, but in your future, you definitely will. So one of the tricks or the tips that I have for managing up is to remove the fear, right? Like if you develop a strong relationship with your leader, then you're not going to have a fear-based relationship, right? You're going to have a relationship based on transparency, honesty, trust, and things like that. So if you develop that and you actively work toward having that, then giving feedback and quote-unquote managing up is a lot easier and more natural. There are situations, which if you go back to my episode on bad leadership from earlier this year, you know that there will be moments where your leader is not so great and you don't have such a great relationship with them. And so managing up might be fear-based, but that's okay. Move yourself toward having not a fear-based 
view on managing up or your leader, but rather a feedback-based or simply business, as I like to call it. Like there are some people that you just have a simply business relationship with. And honestly, sometimes that makes things a lot easier because you're not worried about emotions or how they're going to take things. You're just doing your job. So when you're in a situation, let's say with your leader, where you need to give them feedback or something's happened that you want to see happen differently in the future. This is a moment for you to manage up. And so let, let me think of a random example. So let's say your leader says, hey, so-and-so, you know, I want you to work on this project and take the lead. And you take the lead and you're working on it. You're doing a great job. And then your leader says, why aren't you doing it this way? Like, let's say you have a touch base, right? And you're sharing your progress. And why aren't you doing it this way? Or next time you need to do this. And they give you some feedback. This is an opportunity for you to give feedback, to accept the feedback, but to also give feedback and set expectations, set some boundaries for going forward. And, you know, that might look like, hey, thank you so much. Like, I'll be sure to adjust in the future if you can lay out all of the details of the scope of the plan or what you'd like me to work on or if there are any specifics that you want to see that will help me in future projects so that I'm clear on what your expectations are. That's one way that you can manage up or a phrase that you can use, for example. Another way could be simply asking your leader, well, you know, I just want to make sure I'm clear it, you know, when we first spoke, this is what you wanted. You're asking me now to do this. Is there something that changed that I should be made aware of? Is there something that you want me to do differently aside from these things? Because asking that question, really both of these things are asking questions, but asking that question, the latter example, allows you to give feedback in a way that is in the form of a question and maybe feels a little bit less direct, but actually is giving feedback to your leader. So the first, although it is kind of a question, it's really feedback innately saying, hey, next time this is what I need. And then the second is in the form of a question, which as a leader, when I'm asked questions, it makes me think, oh, well, what could I have done to make it easier for my employee or my team member to work this way in the beginning? And usually it's a communication thing. Usually it's about, uh, you know, about providing a point of clarity or providing more information. But at any rate, that is an example of managing up. It could be in the form of a question or just direct feedback. One of the first things that I said was to take the fear out of it, right? Like those are, I say that because a lot of the pushback, a lot of the questions that I get from people and that I've gotten throughout my career is like, I, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to make my leader feel like I'm incompetent. I don't want to cause you know, commotion or any conflict. And I'm, you know, I don't want them to think anything less of me. I'm afraid, you know, I, this makes me nervous. I don't like conflict, right? Like that, that feeling that there's going to be conflict out of a conversation. We have to remove that feeling because if we always think that a conversation is going to be, um, something conflicting or like a combative moment, then it always will be that. So if you can go into a conversation with your leader or maybe even a colleague that you might have some, you know, feedback for, think of it less like a conflict and more like just a conversation because that's all it is, right? Feedback is a conversation and saying, hey, this is what I need or hey, this is what I, you know, want to share with you, especially if you're approaching it from the perspective of how you have been impacted. And we learned this in elementary school, at least in the U.S., like use your I statements. I felt this way when you did that. 
I feel this way when you do that. Those I statements are actually probably the one thing from elementary school other than our ABCs and mathematics that we've taken with us or that we should have taken with us because they're highly, highly effective, especially when you are giving feedback because instead of putting the the blame, so to speak, on someone else, you're giving the other person the opportunity to understand how you feel. And giving someone a window into how you feel is actually super invaluable because it doesn't necessarily put the ownership on you necessarily, but it forces the other person to think about things through the lens that you're seeing them. And I, I think that that's really helpful and something that we can use in our personal lives as well as our professional. So going back to this managing up thing, like I said, number one hot topic. And I think it is nerve wracking for sure to give feedback to our supervisors. And it gets easier over time for sure. The more you do it, like any other skill, like any other muscle group, the more you practice, the better and stronger that skill or you know whatever it is that you're developing gets. So the more you do it, the easier it gets, obviously, because that's like anything. If you want to learn how to read or speak Spanish, the more you do it, the easier it'll become. So this is the same thing. And what I would say is that if you have a, a mentor or a colleague that you trust, um, go through this exercise with them. You know, do a role play. I've done this many times in my career, not only as the person wanting to practice, but also as the mentor or the colleague running through it with the person who has asked for that support. And it's really helpful because this is someone that is in uh, either on your team or in your company who understands the nuance of what you do, or at least who you work for, and can give you feedback after you've run through it with them. So find that trusted partner and go through the motions with them and you'll get better and better that way as well. And then finally, or maybe not so finally, but one other tip that I have for really for managing up is to be very clear on what it is that you are going to talk about and what it is that you want to accomplish. Those are two different things, but you have to be clear on both. The first, what it is that you want to talk about. Write your points down. Maybe you have two points of feedback or two things that you need from your leader that you're not getting today, and you need to put a pause Put, you know, put your foot on the brake and you need your leader to do these things ASAP in order to provide you the most support possible. Write those two things down. Be very clear on what those two things are. And then think about what it is that you're looking to accomplish. Are you looking for immediate change? Are you looking for acknowledgement? Are you looking for an apology? Maybe it's something to that extent. Are you looking for feedback yourself? Because there are definitely leaders that I've had that have not given me feedback. And part of the feedback is, hey, I need you to give me more feedback because I want to know exactly where I stand and where I am in your book of books, right? So whatever it is that you want to accomplish, be very clear on that. Because when you're having the conversation, as you're going through your bullet points of the things that you um, need to talk about, you'll also keep in mind the thing that you want to accomplish. And so if you don't get that, Let's say you're having a conversation, you've shared your points, and you're not getting what you've set out to accomplish. You either have to change your approach and maybe communicate a little bit differently, or you need to say, hey, supervisor so-and-so, I came here today or I came to our touch base today with the goal in mind to accomplish X, and I feel like I haven't accomplished that, 
And, you know, I'm really looking to accomplish this. How can we get to this goal together? And that might sound like a very direct statement to you, but actually it's, it is because it's super neutral and there's no emotion and you're saying exactly what you need. And I think when you allow those opportunities for conversation, for banter, for back and forth, it's, it's healthy. It's good when you can have that um, back and forth with your leader because it creates a more vulnerable, open, transparent relationship. And it might not be easy the first time around. Your leader might get defensive. They might push it back onto you. Like all of those things can happen. But if you're firm and clear on what it is that you want to talk about and what it is that you want to accomplish, then actually your rate of success, I think, will be much higher um, because you'll just, you know, you'll walk in there knowing exactly what you need and what you want. And hopefully you'll walk out of the conversation getting those, those two things, both of those things. So, you know, I think considering where I am in my career today, it's easy for me to say all of these things because I definitely remember 10 years ago or almost 10 years ago when I had to manage up and I had to give my leader feedback and I was petrified, absolutely petrified. I did not want to do it. I didn't want to go into the conversation, even though in my, my heart of hearts, I'm a direct and honest person and it's easy for me to be that way. The thing for me that made it most nerve wracking is that I didn't want it to look like I was failing, that I needed help with something that I didn't need help with, that I wasn't competent. It was all about this like, you know, sense of pride and accomplishment. That, that's what it was for me. And when I realized that, that it's like, well, you know, asking a question or giving feedback isn't, you know, it, it does not equate to failure or lack of accomplishment or lack of competence. All it is is a point of clarification and a need for more information or to give feedback and say that, you know, something that happened isn't exactly the way that I want it to happen again. Um, and I got to that realization or I came to that realization thanks to having a partner, a colleague to bounce this conversation off of. And I vividly remember, and I actually think I speak about this friend of mine in a, an early, early episode of the podcast, that having her as my colleague and mentor and someone that I could really bounce these things off of helped me tremendously to grow, not only as a, as a leader, but also as an HR professional because it gave me that skill set to quickly move into an HR role and, and demonstrate that skill set of being able to influence and manage up and guide people toward those same, um, you know, developing those same skill sets. So that is one of the best things that you can do today. If you want to do better at managing up or giving feedback or partnering, communicating, whatever that looks like, find a trusted partner. They don't even have to work in your company. If, if you don't have someone in your company, find someone else. Get that trusted partner to be the person that you bounce your ideas off of, that you role play with, that you, um, you know, demonstrate your communication style with. Because they, if they're a trusted partner, the feedback they give you is going to be the most welcomed feedback that you'll receive. Because you trust them, you, you've asked for their help for a reason, you probably have a really good relationship with them, and so they're going to be honest with you, they care about your success, and there's no one better to get feedback from than someone who believes in you, and someone who really can see the potential in your success um, and wants to see you grow. Be very... Uh, be very careful about the feedback that you like who you ask for feedback from, right? And I think I talked about this on another episode too. Don't ask everyone for feedback. Ask the people who you trust to give you honest and real feedback 
for feedback from, but also ask those, the people who want to see you succeed. You shouldn't ask your arch nemesis and you shouldn't ask someone who has only known you for like two weeks, for example. Find someone who's going to be honest, transparent, vulnerable with you as well, and who really believes in your success. And then beyond that, you're going to find other people, especially as you go throughout your career, you will find more people to add to your feedback pool um, that you'll see as trusted partners. And while we don't always get to pick who we get feedback from, the people who we do have control in picking or in getting feedback from, like the people that we can choose because we're soliciting their feedback, should choose carefully because you don't want to pick someone that you think you're close with and then they give you bad feedback because they don't want to see you succeed. So be tactful in that way. But just keep in mind that that partnership, having someone who you can go to for these things is going to be tremendously impactful on your overall success and and level of comfort when it comes to conversations like this, managing up or giving feedback in general, because they can be tough, um, but they are totally um, part of a skill set that you can develop and get better and better at. So with that, I hope that you enjoyed that, you know, quick and, and rapid fire tips and tricks for managing up. I think it's, it's probably sounds a lot more simple than it is, but it also is a lot more simple than you're probably making it to be. So if you have questions beyond what I have shared today, um, please, you know, email me, reach out on Instagram, DM me. I always answer my DMs. Even if it takes a couple of days, I always answer. So definitely click the link tree link in the show notes to connect and I'd be happy to answer more questions. Maybe I'll even do a Q&A on Instagram to solicit some more questions for the next week's episode. Um, but with that, I hope you had a wonderful Thanksgiving if you celebrate and you're in the US. And if you're like me and you celebrate Hanukkah, I hope you had a lovely start to the holiday. Um, it's the Festival of Lights. So, you know, may the world be a lighter and brighter place tomorrow. Thank you all for being here. I will speak to you next week. 